0: Unless you put on that gun belt, unless you put on those boots, unless you've been to that call where you had to pull a dead baby because his mom decided to get high and not watch him, or that dead body, or that domestic violence because this guy beat his wife because he's cheating and he got caught up, or getting that fight for your life, or your, your partner for that matter, or a shooting, unless you've been in any of those experiences... I really don't think you really have an entitlement to, to, to put your opinion on what we do. Talking
1: again, talking again. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. My talk away. a little shit, get a little brash. My drink away. a little bit, smoke a little bit. Run Vibe away. a little bit, laugh a little bit. Yeah. Host about for damn. Tell it Run like away. it is, only tell it rare. Live Run every away. Tuesday, you know the deal we talking again, we're talking again you now tuned dead to the tap band you now tuned dead to the tap band now dead to the tap band, the tap band. We're talking again, we're talking again Come on
2: What's up everybody, this is that Talking Again Podcast I'm here, another edition of The Tap In studio I have none other than Gil Lozano Hello, how you doing? Everybody's asking like, who's Gil Lozano? I know I knew Gilbert Gil as Gilbert Lozano. There you go. And then I there you
0: go. <laughs> I don't go by I don't like my name, so I changed it. Just well, to okay,
2: gear. what's because I remember. Okay, Priscilla, can we talk real quick about yeah, how yeah. how yeah, we yeah. got reacquainted? Okay. So this is an old high school friend of mine. Oh no, middle school. Middle school. Back in the day, Troy Week, if you guys all know, uh, in here in a uh, Covina, city of Covina, and uh, my, our friend Priscilla. Um, She said, Hey, do you know somebody named Gil Lozano? And I said, God, that's uh, Lozano. I know Lozano. I don't know Gil. Is it Gilbert? And then she said, That's the one.
0: Yeah, I think she asked me, Is is it? And I was like, Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I changed it because. Song. Wait, no,
2: you said you changed it? You actually... No, not legally changed oh, okay. it. I just
0: cut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really was not a big fan of my name. That's my dad's name. Oh, okay. so Wait, I mean, are you not a fan of your dad? Or no, no, not no, fan we're cool. I just oh, don't like okay. the name. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, I'm just gonna, it sounds dorky. I'm just going to be Gil. There you go. Not any better, but that's all I had to work with. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But yeah.
2: Okay, that's cool. couldn't
0: have been like a Steve or a Brad or something oh, normal. Hey. But, you know. Welcome to
2: the show, Gil. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Gil, what, what's going on, man? It's been years, dude. We're talking yeah. over twenty years, probably. Wow. Right?
0: Yeah. Now I'm really old. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We're old. Yeah. No. It's it's been a it's been a hot minute, man. Hope yeah. Too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Junior high, a high, little bit of high school, and that's pretty much. And everybody goes their own way. So. Yeah. It's been it's been a long time, but, you know, like I said, and in, in the uh, the preview earlier, you know. The, the tap room. The tap room. Yeah. The uh, the only Memories I have anybody really in the past it it was people who kind of just were really cool to me or you know Of course the circle of friends I had at that time Um, Or anybody that was just good to me in general uh, because you know, like I discussed on on the tap room that um, You know my upbringing upbringing, you know, wasn't all that great. So You kind of tend to remember Someone being good to you for a little bit, yeah. you know, especially if if they made that impression. And I just remember always being cool with you, you know. Like I said, yeah. you were just the class clown. I remember I was a class clown, and you know, even though uh, as later in high school our circles were different, we always just had that comedic little thing between yeah, you yeah. and I. Right. And you would start and I would finish it, or I would start, you would finish it, and, mm-hmm. and we just laugh and, and call it a day. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I just I, I don't know why I, when I talked to Priscilla. And she told me her name, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I, I actually remember that guy. Holy yeah. crap, you know, because obviously Fidel is not not, any, not a common name. It's not a common name. It's not like Gil. Yeah, no, and, you know, you didn't piss me off, so yeah. there you go. But otherwise, I just would have been yeah, like, that yeah. guy still owes me money. Yeah, so. fuck that guy. You know him? Where does he live? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, and the rest is history. So, it's a small world. Isn't it? That my partner with our mutual person that we have in common, I'm like, oh, my God. I've never thought in a million years I would hear yeah. your name ever again. I actually forgot about it, to be honest with you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When I heard that name, I was just—I felt like the little guy in junior high again. Like, oh my god, what's that guy doing? <laughs> you know? It's, yeah, it's crazy.
1: You know,
2: I—I I, I tend to remember. I'm a people watcher, and I tend to remember a lot of little things that people don't—most most people don't pick up on. You know, it's just me. I just pick up on little things like that. So when you say like you forgot about me, I don't—I don't forget about. I don't know. I'm not constantly thinking about the people from high school or people that I met when I was in—you know—a young kid, whatever. But there might be. Things where I pass by or scenarios that may have happen that will bring back a memory, you know? So every time I pass by Clearman's Yes, yes. I always go, Oh, Lozano. Northwood's in. Yeah, Northwoods Inn. Yes. Cause you used to live around that area. Yes, right behind it. Yes, so and I was oh like, "Oh my god, you remember that?" Yeah, yeah, really, dude. I'm see, t- told you lived. little things, dude. They're little wow, things. Well, that's pretty little. And I've only been to your house, I think, once.
0: Not even the group of friends I had in high school know that. Oh yeah. Yeah, only probably one friend that I had that didn't go to our school at all knew that because he was my best friend at the time. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't really proud of living there because it was just you know a shithole.
2: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a huge. Yeah, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a house. I don't think it was a house. It was like no, a it was condo a maybe, small, or, yeah, it was
0: a little apartment or. Apartment, um, yeah. One-story apartment, uh, and, you know, something I guess my parents could only afford at the time. We didn't have much at all in there. Just mm-hmm. one little crappy couch, a TV. My parents had a bed in there. But me and my sisters, we slept on the floor. Yeah. You know, that's all we had. So not-
2: <laughs> Well, you know, and, and then going to that, I know we, we talked a little bit about this on The Tap Room, was that we don't really know who we're going to school with. Like, even when you go to school, or now, like, comparison to us working, we don't know what people, the like, who they really are at work. Um, at school, to me... You know, thank you for trusting me enough to go to your ho- to your home. Um, I hope you invited me. I don't. Know, I, don't no, I, just, I, I don't think. I don't think I just tagged along, did I? No, no, no. I think but, if I go get something or yeah, get permission. We're and, gonna do something. And like, we at, and we ended up over there. Okay, yeah. so, and uh, I don't. I didn't. I never saw that. I wasn't raised like you know. Hey, you know, this is what we have. Again, okay, I'm gonna throw that word around entitled, right? I never thought of people being entitled. It was. It was just. This is who they are. When you meet someone, this is who you're meeting. Yeah. Even though right now with.
0: And I'm pretty sure it was quick because if someone ever did come over to my house, it was, I ran in and ran out. Yeah, I don't I think was, we hung because out. Because I was embarrassed. Yeah, I don't think we hung out or anything. No, no. Like that. I yeah. just went in there, probably asked permission, you know, from at that time Hitler, well, my my mother. And like, hey, <laughs> can I can I can I go? Yeah, bye. you know, yeah. and it wasn't I it was funny because at that time a lot of the things that people don't understand is, you know, I didn't have a good relationship with my parents.
2: Well, no, not now she called her Hitler.
0: No. And at that time, especially not my mother, because there was a point in time where my parents got divorced. Um, I chose to go with my dad, which my mom did not like. Mm. So my dad, you know, being in love with my mom at that time, because they were high school sweethearts. Okay. We're moving back. And I remember telling mom, I don't want to go there and X, Y, and Z. And of course he said, shut up. You're doing it. And yeah. of course, when I went in there in front of him, she was cool. And as soon as he went to work, cause he was a truck driver, yeah. all, all hell broke loose. And she tasked me out with all kinds. I couldn't, I was like slave labor, dude. You know what I mean? I could not... If I wanted to hang out with my friends, I had to do more than I think was your average kid should do Damn. in... You know and she would just be on. you know fine all right a billion chores gone done and yeah now most people will sit there and say well it's chores no i had chores but yeah. I, I think i had more than my fair share because my sisters you know they didn't get tasked anything yeah yeah you know or my mom would make them food and wouldn't make me nothing and oh, it, was, it was pretty bad as a matter of fact how
2: much older were you than, than your or are you than your sisters
0: um i'm a couple like, like three years apart from my sister my baby sister's a huge gap so she wasn't she was a baby at that time probably yeah. like four yeah um and uh, so, yeah, so if we ever say, as a matter of fact, another good buddy of mine, I don't know if you remember Joe Escobel. Yeah, I remember Joe Yeah, uh, Yeah, so Joe, actually, he, he knew about my upbringing. As a matter of fact, you know, little story. Uh, I actually tried to figure out ways to run away to go live with him. Oh, really? And his mom was actually for it, you know, yeah. because he would say, hey, man, you know, he gets treated like crap over there. And can you live with us? And, you know, she was like, look, I don't mind, but I'm not trying to get involved in people's problems and the cops coming over here. So instead of just running away, I was just always at his house. Yeah. So he was always hanging
2: out in the little the area that he had a little pool yes. room, the little shack. Yes. Yes. That was yes. Cool spot, little, so, little um, but
0: before I can go there, I have to go home and, and my mom made it damn near impossible for me to go anywhere. She gave me like, all right, we had like a had a whole, the one couch we had a mountain of laundry on top of washing the dishes, cooking dinner for my sisters, vacuuming, cleaning out the car. Doing her laundry. It was it, like, and she just sat there the whole time. And she didn't have a job. Yeah. You know? Oh, shit. A, oh, okay. No, so. just, all right. So Joe would actually come over and he would actually help me so I can go to his house. And then she's like, all right, get out of here. And then, you know, then we go. Damn. And I go to his house. Yeah. So if you did come over, it was, I ran it. Can I go? And ran right out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know about that. No that's it's the thing yeah, we, we just don't know man but dad yeah, shout out to joe man his uh you know he it's just right right around the corner right here. yes Yeah, you know right?
0: uh, and then he's still with angela um yeah. i actually talked to them well, a couple of years now back um they're doing great you know um i mean those two were just meant to be each other you know they're both very cool they're yeah very cool. And as a matter of fact a little bit of my childhood um happiness was just hanging out with them and you know, and, and just being at his house and with all them. So they were, they were very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad it worked out for them. Yeah. Know, that's, that's, rare. <laughs> that's yeah, very yeah.
2: rare. Well, before, before, um, before junior high and before we first met, how was your, wh- where did you grow up at? Like, wh- you know, as far as like five, when you're oh. five years old, six years old, you know, just barely learning around, you know, well, this
0: is going to be a therapy session then. picking up some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do- So Dr. You know, Fidel. I, yeah. So, you know, Again, I didn't have a great upbringing. And I mean, any, any, any people that have kids at 17, 18 year kids yourself, yeah. you know? So from what I can remember, we were, I was always moving. I wasn't in like, I can't remember really one legit place other than that one in my grandparents' house and a house in Palmdale. Um, wherever we moved to was, you know, my parents always fought, you know, my dad used to beat my mom, you know, he used to throw me around and, you know, and. When times were hard, I'm, I'm assuming financially, you know, we'd pick up and we'd just go to the next place. So I was all over the place. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have any solid good memories other than I in fifth grade, I think I lived in Palmdale for a little bit. Same thing, you know, my mom and my, my dad just, just couldn't get it, you know. And um, we ended up one night, I remember my dad waking up, said, hey, get up, we're moving. And I was like, uh, where are we going? And we're going to, we're going to your grandparents' house. So we went to a, went to my grandparents' house. My mom actually went to her brother's house because at that time my side, my dad's side of the family, which is pretty much the only family I really knew other than my mom's sister, mm-hmm. they hated my mom. Oh really? Oh yeah. I'm talking about there would be Christmases where she wasn't even allowed to come in. She had to wait in the car. Damn. Yeah. Now, I mean, knowing now as a grown man, I don't mm-hmm. know why my dad even allowed that because I would have never. Yeah, that's what it is. But,
2: yeah. I mean, your wife's your wife, you know. You, that's yeah, really,
0: but you know, I. Yeah, I don't know. That's a story for another day. But <laughs> anyways, um, so we went to my grandparents' house. Uh, I remember my mom was at her brother's house. One night I was at, I went with my mom and my sisters and I was actually the night um, I'm in the next room and I hear my mom basically cheating on my dad. Oh shit. So um, I tell the next day my dad picked us up and He would take me to my grandparents' house to go eat. My grandma would always cook for us and stuff like that. And my dad didn't have all the money in the world. So I I told my I was the one that broke to my dad. What happened? And then that kicked off a whole slew of problems. So they get divorced right away. Um, My mom was pretty much for the majority of my life, all through my early adulthood, was homeless. So I never... After Trey Rick that you went to my house, shortly after that, I moved in with my grandparents. And... That was it. Never saw my mom. Well, I would see my mom. She would come over. They would call the cops. We had restraining orders. Wow. It was pretty bad. And then one day I never saw her again.
2: And you still to this day haven't seen her?
0: No. Today, now we rekindled a relationship. Okay. So it, it's during that time frame, um, you know, the, 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 the when I was in junior high, that you the house you're talking about, you know, it was pretty bad. Like I said, not only am I getting tasked with everything and just being treated like crap, kind of like a punishment. Hey, yeah. you left me here with your dad. I'm going to treat you like crap. And then when my dad would come home, oh, hey, you know, our uh, happy family. Yeah. But what was I going to do? Because even when I tried to tell my dad, hey, dad, when you leave, I get treated like shit. That's not true. He didn't believe me. So it was just like, God, I'm, I'm just, mom. might as well just deal with it. Damn. And, you know, my mom would slap me around. And then it was just, I remember one time I was in eighth grade. And I'll never forget this. I don't know what I did wrong, but she got in my face, started slapping me, and I threw her up against the wall, and I said, you will never touch me again. Well, that plan didn't work out well, because then as soon as I let her go, she called my dad. My dad comes home, and oh, man, I got my ass whooped. Oh, shit. So, but shortly after that, I don't know what happened between them two, but my, you know, it didn't work out. So my dad, again, he would take us. we go to my grandparents' house, and for the rest of the time through high school, I stayed with my grandparents. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. And my, my dad was a truck driver and he did cross country. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't pretty much not in my life early. Yeah. Other than the weekends he came over. So my grandparents, which I'm very, very close with my grandfather, who's like my dad. Um, He pretty much raised me, mm-hmm. um, but he was your old school Mexican, like hardcore. You know, yeah. I, I remember the day I, you know, when we talked about my parents getting divorced and I'm crying and I'm a kid Yeah. and I'm thinking, you know, my grandpa's going to give me that shoulder to cry on and hug me and nope. He looked at me and said, look, this is not going to be an excuse for you to fail in life. It sucks. It happened. Get over it. Let's move on. Damn. All right, Grandpa. Yeah. You know, little did I know at that time frame later on in my life, it's actually going to play a big role on why I'm not a very emotional guy. Mm. Because in my family, uh, we're better at it, I think, a little bit now. But at that time, there was no, like, your typical uh, hug and kiss Mm, and how are you... It was none of that. you not know. Much, was, not
2: much affection going on? No,
0: no. My grandpa was pretty hardcore. Yeah. Awesome man. Sat at the head of the table. And it's because of him I am who I am today. And he will forever, you know, he's still alive. He's eighty something years old. And um, forever will be, you know, that awesome. If I didn't have him, I really don't know what I would do. Yeah. He's the I, one that grounded you. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. he was old school. Yeah. So as I'm growing up, you know, I, I didn't get the talks about, to say the female's perspective. Yeah. Because my grandma was old school too. So my grandma pretty much, you know, she she worked at the time. She had two jobs. She, you know, she cooked and cleaned for everybody. And, you know, but it was your, I would say your typical female Hispanic just didn't say too much when he sat at the table, especially. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if she did have an issue or whatever, she'd go to my grandpa and then I would hear it from him. Um, but my grandfather laid the foundation, and to him, it was it's all about work and making, you know, and earning a living, X, Y, and Z. So as long as I had a job and did those certain things, I pretty much was able to do whatever I wanted. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, at the time it seemed cool, but now that I'm thinking about it, and, and now that I'm a parent, I you know I have one son and three daughters. Um, my parenting is a little bit different than how I was raised. Yeah. Uh, I go into everything, even the emotional part. You know, I'm not the world's best. You know, Rico, Suave, I know everything about women because I don't. I was, when it comes in that department, <laughs> yeah. I was raised by the Army and in law enforcement. And it's not the best way to go, I can tell you that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I had to go through, you know, just therapy, reading books as I got older because I got tired of failed relationships and, and what have you. So at that time with my grandfather, um, there wasn't someone to sit down and tell me, hey, you know, this is, you know, pretty much how to tend to a woman's needs and her emotions and they're gonna be up and they're gonna be down and they're all crazy, you know, just type of crazy you want to deal with. Yeah. And you know, I didn't have any of that. So in a very early age, I had a problem with I couldn't keep a relationship. I guess you could say. Yeah. So you know, not that you should at high school, but you know, I was all over the place. <laughs> you know, all over the yeah, place, and yeah, it yeah. actually played a huge part on why I was I got divorced. Um, but uh, you know, but yeah, the emotions and everything, it it, it was just huge. So. You know, in high school, I mean, I was just pretty much already at an early age, just, just a like a rock of emotions, Oh yeah. you know, and then on top of the, the experiences that I had. And yeah. it's funny that I'm even talking about this because, you know, my family kind of knows about it now. I mean, a few years ago, probably when I got back from Iraq and we, you know, kind of had a little emotional breakdown because all the stuff I you know, went through. Um, and my grandparents finally, for the first time, even when I lived with them, they didn't know what my dad did to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I mean, there was times where there was, some. I remember one year there wasn't, there was no Christmas, there was no tree and I remember waking up thinking maybe they're messing with me maybe Santa Claus is going to magically appear.
2: Yeah. With the tree and everything.
0: Nope. None came. None. All my mom said was, you know what? It's not about that. It's about food and and which, I mean, I, to a certain extent, yeah. Right. Yeah. How do you explain that to a kid? Yeah. You can't, you know what I mean? And so I just kind of dealt with it and, um, yeah, so it, it's just crazy. So my, I finally came out, you know, my grandparents I told me everything. You know, my dad, when my parents used to get in an argument. He was infamous for leaving. Mm-hmm. He would just kind of leave us at the house, wherever we were at at the time, and he'd go to his parents' house. Yeah. Um, so my dad's thing was, well, then if, if this isn't going to work, and you know, my dad has a thing where at that time, my mom, you know, it's kind of like, all right, you need me. I don't need you type of deal. Yeah. So you want to know what it's like to do your own thing? Cool. Here you go. Oh, so electricity, gas, there would be no food in the house. Everything would just be gone. I remember um, in my you early and two, You years, and two sisters, right? Yes. Oh, I remember, full, you know. Full house. Yeah. I remember being in uh, fifth grade, sixth grade, going to my friend's house, asking them if I can have some food to feed my sisters. Totally. I remember calling my dad. Dad, there's nothing here well you know what if you want to if you if you want all that stuff come with me over here at your grandparents house. it's all here damn you know and it's funny because now that i'm telling you this and me and you and I, you know you being a parent and me being a parent and me being a law enforcement oh god that guy have went to jail a long time ago <laughs> yeah. um you know but to my family that was like normal for whatever reason or maybe they just didn't know
2: tough love kind of yeah thing. and even if Old they watch this i'm yeah. pretty
0: sure you know my aunt in particular would be like oh my god you know like i didn't they don't know the details because you just don't address the elephant in the room. Yeah. In my family, if we don't talk about it, it didn't happen.
2: It's taboo kind of stuff. We don't talk yeah. about that. Thing, that and, stuff, and it right? shouldn't be like that. And yeah. especially,
0: I think the whole world's like that right now. Let's mm-hmm. not talk about it. Well, no, we'll actually
2: it. it's in reverse. I think, I think there's a lot of people that are talking maybe too much about certain things, certain right. things. Right. Right. But we you know we did touch a little bit about being transparent and that's one of the lacks <laughs> that we have is we're not that transparent. And we're talking about it in everything, you know, when it comes to work, uh, it at school with in your relationships. I mean, if you're a little bit more transparent, I think it's just it, everything works a lot easier. It's easier because to me, it's hard when you start holding things back and you're yeah. lying, you know, that shit's hard, it's hard work. Yeah. So, why even start? You know,
0: no, it catches up to you eventually. Oh, hell yeah, you know. And actually, it's funny that you even say that because mm-hmm. you know, even you know, being older and when I educate my son who's now a freshman. And I tell him, you know what, I'm I'm going to throw everything out there. My parenting with my son is different. A lot of people don't understand. They just assume I have great kids. Like, no, there's a lot of work that goes into there, you know. Um, And my son, my only son, and I'm very hard on him, but I'm also, I told him, look, we're in a different position in our relationship now, okay? You already know right from wrong. I don't need to be in your butt about everything. You know what to do now i'm going to be that guy we're not friends let's make that very clear i'm not your friend i'm not your buddy i'm not your pal i'm your father yeah but i want that relationship because there's things there's there's knowledge i have i wish someone would have gave me when i was young yeah you know and i'm talking about not just the basics have a job pay your bills i'm talking about the details we
2: don't want cheat codes right
0: yeah how you know how women work what not to mess around with yeah you're, oh, you're, shit.
2: Wait, you know how women work?
0: Not really. We're, you know, so me and my son, were learning together still. Um, but, you know, it, 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 overall, and I look at him and I say, look, you know, if the two things are going to mess you up in high school. What you should know when yeah. he first started his COVID freshman year is I'm like, this is not school, man. Because trust, trust me, when you go to school, it's game on. You're gonna have to worry about your studies plus everything around you. Mm-hmm. And the two things that are going to mess you up are this women and friends. Yeah, that's it going to be the death of you yeah he said like, what do you mean dad and i said well because let's just face it someone's gonna freaking you know make your little fucking thingy fucking feel great yeah, yeah. um and you're gonna fall in love mm-hmm. you're gonna get what we call pussy whooped yeah then you're gonna have these idiot friends that hey that looks cool everybody's doing it let's do it if you cannot determine what type of guy you are who you want to be it's going to be the end of you yeah so hopefully that's what i'm here for i'm going to teach you not really, not 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 to follow the crowd, but not get into certain situations because whatever we, what a lot of people don't understand when they talk to their kids. It's like, hey, make them understand whatever idiot decisions you make, it's gonna haunt you forever. Yeah, oh, You yeah. know? And if I would have made some decisions in my high school, you know, that was just horrific and got in trouble for it, I definitely wouldn't have the career I have because let me tell you, in my in my line of work, the backgrounds they go deep. Yeah, you know, they talk to people in the army. I don't even know how you even find that guy. Yeah, yeah. so. You know, it, it's it's just amazing now, just being a parent now, and, and you know, it actually helps me out with current things in my life, because in my early 20s, becoming into law enforcement, I'm not going to lie to you, I thought my shit didn't stink. Yeah. You know, I did it. You know, I did six years in the Army. I'm a combat veteran. What's I made up? it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm now somebody, yeah, and yeah. finally, you know, because through my years, there was a lot of people who doubted me, and in my family, especially. I mean, my grandfather, he never doubted me. He always had faith in me. Yeah. Even though I probably was, you know, I, I let him down a lot of times in high school, but he always kept the faith. Everybody else is like, ah, just give up. That guy's just all he wants to do is party and mess with chicks. He's going to be a nothing. Yeah. And that was a, another fuel to the motivation that I wanted to succeed. You know, one tra- crappy childhood, two to prove your naysayers wrong. Yeah. And, and 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 what have you? And I remember just recently telling my son, you know, my motivation for doing what I do today it sucks. It was mostly fueled by just proving people wrong. Mm. And I don't want you to be like that. I want you to do what you're going to do because that's what you want to do. That's what's going to make you happy. I don't care what you want. He wants to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And everybody that knows me, I hate lawyers. Scum of the earth. But hey, if that's what you want to do, then great. But that's what you want to do. Not what I want you to do. And I think with a lot of problems, a lot of parents is either through your experiences or whatever the case may be or maybe you think, oh, well, I know so-and-so's parents that did it. I'm going to Force my son to go that same direction because it worked for them. I don't parent that way. Yeah. I get to understand my child and I had to tell him, Hey, look, um, what may work for Tom, Dick and Harry might not work for you. Yeah. You know, let's just face it. And it's, it's funny. We just literally had this conversation not too long ago where, you know, there's, he has aunts and uncles who are entitled, you know, entitled meaning, you know, they kind of, they have all the they help. Came, they can came yeah, from a good place. They, they live at their parents. Silver hill. spoon in it, their mouth. Well, not silver spoon. Cause okay. my, you know, like, People that I know, they don't, they're not like rich, well off. It's just that you had that cradle. Mm-hmm. You have someone to fall back to. You could fall back and live with mommy and daddy. Okay. Or, you know, you just have not enough motivation to want to succeed on your own. Mm-hmm. Me, it was psh, the door or succeed. Yeah. You know, because I'm telling you right now, I'm pretty sure if I would have stayed at my grandfather's house for another year at 18, it would have been out the door you go. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't also know, anybody watching this from high school was I spent a lot of times in high school sleeping on a park bench. Because I'd always you? just get kicked out. Oh, yeah? Because when my dad would From come grandma home... grandma and grandpa's? Yeah, because when my dad came home, we didn't get along. And when we argued, my grandma, they always took my dad's side. Yeah. My grandpa was more... He would listen to my side, but my grandma was like, nope, you got to get out of here. He disrespected him get out of here. So I'd go to Hollenbeck Park, and I would sleep on that concrete bench. Oh, shit, really? Yep. And as a matter of fact, that's when I knew I was going to be in the Army. Like, well, if I could survive this, <laughs> I'm Army bound now. Yeah. You know? and I, Actually, it's funny. Um, a little story was... Uh, that year, I was getting ready to go into the military. I had to finish getting my diploma, and you know, again, I, I lived with my grandparents my whole high school life, a little bit of junior high. Well, yeah, whole high school life. Um, and I remember this one. It was during the holidays, and my dad was always in a bad mood during Christmas. You just, we just couldn't talk at yeah. all. He was very close to my baby sister. And um, I remember one day, I don't know. And I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I jabbed at him a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. I couldn't stand the guy. Yeah. So I walked by and I just saw him just sitting there with my sister. And I said, you know what, dude? Now I'm 17, at that, 17 and a half at that time. I'm like, why don't you just sign the papers and I can go to the Army tomorrow and we could be done with this. I don't yeah. have to see you. You don't have to see me. Yeah. And my dad's response was kind of weird. you know, He goes, <clears knows, throat> you know, well, you think I'm just going to give my problem away to the military? You're sadly mistaken. I'm like, what difference does it make? When I'm 18, I'm gone anyways. Yeah. Well, that sparked a whole argument we almost threw down i get wow. kicked out and um as a matter of fact i remember i went to a buddy of mine for my little circle yeah. joe's house joseph Rocamontes. if you're watching it what's up buddy Salud. um he actually was going to see his family for the holidays. so i just kind of felt awkward man. i don't worry about it so well, where are you gonna go you know i'm like no, i'll figure it out dude so right. I, I ended up just walking all night and i slept at the park and then i just knew you know what i'm never going to be in this position again so Time comes, I'm I'm eighteen now, I got my diploma, I'm ready to go, you know, and I'll never forget this day where I met my grandparents as I couldn't sleep. Um I partied hard the night before. Yeah. It's a going, the going away. away party. Yeah, I was with Joseph, Jose, Randy, and yeah. Louie. They actually all took me out and it was emotional because at that time, through most of my high school years, they were all I really had that I had a click with. Yeah. So I, they dropped me off, did the, the homie hug. My mm-hmm. right, man, hey bro, you know, stay up, do your thing. And um sitting in my in my grandparents living room we had like a, a little fireplace. And that fireplace was special to me at that time because whether I was in trouble or not, that's where I had to sit. And my mm-hmm. grandpa's chair was right next to it. Yeah. So my ju- my, my grandfather's chair was like the judge's chair and yeah. where I sat was where you defend yourself. Yeah. That's why you don't like lawyers, huh? No. No, 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 no. That's other reasons why, but um, So anyways, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and my my dad actually was there and he didn't say too much to me And he actually came in the living room and he gives me this 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 awkward speech You know, you know what you're doing a good thing and and it's time to leave the nest and X Y and Z And I didn't say anything there because I just wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah, then three o'clock in the morning My recruiter. All right, dad. Well, I got to go and a part of me wanted to tell him you mean leave the nest that you're still at Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Let me know how that works out for you. Yeah and you know, going my recruiter, and I remember telling him, "Let's get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm ready to do this." Damn. And he's like, "Okay." Shit. <laughs> Little did I know, psh, we got you, sucker. So <laughs> later, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, and the rest is history. Uh-huh. The rest is history, and I never looked back. And I was determined to never, to never fail. You yeah. know, but you know, life has its stories, and there was a lot of ups and downs. Let me tell you. Yeah, did six years in the army, and yeah, got into law enforcement.
2: Do you do you still have a good relationship with your father now?
0: So. Now, yes, um there was a time where, as you get older, um, at least for me, I kind of threw it out there. I have kids and I, and I want my, I want my parents to be a part of our lives now, yeah. even though they were the world's shittiest parents,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't mean they're shitty grandparents right they're great grandparents yeah, you know, my kids love them to death um so with my dad, you know, I had a lot of resentment, you know, I have four kids, and my dad wasn't at any of their births. And there was not a reason why he couldn't go. He could have gone. Yeah. My grandpa was at every single one. I'll never forget that. My dad wasn't. Hmm. Whatever excuse, whatever. It is what it is. So yeah. I had, it, it prolonged that resentment. And it wasn't until, I want to say maybe even just a few years ago that I just kind of, you know what, I'm going to be the bigger man. I'm tired of, our family's kind of, was kind of divided. And, you know, I wouldn't go to my, my grandparents' house. And my dad was there like, nope, I'll catch the next one. Really? Mm-hmm. So my grandparents were getting old. You know, my grandfather... Um, doesn't have energy for a lot anymore, and I'm not gonna lie to you when that man passes away It's gonna be a hard day for me, but yeah. I didn't want him and my grandmother to just it, it hurt them a lot that our family was so divided
2: Of course, so yeah. I
0: just said, you know what? I'm gonna bury the hatchet and the funny part is me and my dad actually when we talk We actually kind of get along if we don't talk about the personal stuff. Yeah, you know Cuz my dad actually was the first one to teach me how to work out in junior high believe right. it or not So we always had like the gym to kind of be the middle thing for us but yeah. other than that we hate each other mm-hmm. um and yeah so you know now now we're totally cool he, he he loves my kids my kids love him and you know and it was sad because for a big part of my life my kids thought that my grandparents were my parents oh yeah so when i introduced my son to my dad he's like who's this guy it's your grandpa no that's my grandpa no that's your great grandpa yeah and he's just looking at me like what the hell just happened um Damn. you know so Needless to say, things have changed there. My mom, however, so when she became homeless and out of my life for a very long time, I will never forget this. I remember I was in the academy, I think. I was picking up my – I was in the beginning stages of the academy, just doing gear or whatever, training. I don't know what I was doing. But uh, at the time, I was with my wife, and Mm -hmm. we just had my one daughter. And we were driving on the streets from Whittier and Kalima going eastbound towards the avenue. And I remember there was a bench at the corner and I saw a lady there and she was just talking to herself and it was my mom. Oh shit. And you know, at the time my wife was like, you know, let's get her. I was like, no, fuck no. So your wife
2: recognized her and all that. Okay. Well, yeah,
0: my, my, my wife at that time was, there for a lot. We were together since she was a freshman. I was a sophomore. Okay. We were on again, off again type of deal, but she's very familiar with everything that happened to me at that time. Okay. So she's like, that's your mom. And I was like, no, she's, I was like, I was thinking about my daughter. Like I don't do, she's talking, herself. she's arguing with herself. Like you want that crazy person to be in our car with our kid? Yeah. She's like, it's your mom. And I said, no, we're keep, and we just kept driving. Oh shit. So another years go by and I don't know how I actually, I want to say my, my sister, my baby sister, Brittany, who's now obviously in her late twenties, I want to say my mom has family somewhere in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So my sister goes out there and Hey, I want to find mom. So she wasn't there for a lot of the bad stuff. Cause she was a baby. Yeah. They rekindled the relationship. She's telling me, mom's doing good. And you know, at that, I guess my mom was um, diagnosed with bipolar and schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. So now that the things that I know now from then, you know, cause I'm, when you have a lot of mental issues, people understand it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. It is a disease. I am, I agree with that mm-hmm. 100%. And I don't know if it's maybe the traumatic experiences she d- went through with my dad or maybe even being homeless. You know, because let me tell you, you want to test your skill, go try to be homeless for a little bit. Yeah. I can only imagine what happened. I mean, I, only, I slept in the park bench. I couldn't imagine doing that for 14 whatever years. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of like, ah, okay, well, I don't trust this still, you know, because I don't remember anything good about my mom. Yeah. So I just took a chance. She came and she saw my kids and I had that talk with my mom. I said, you know, I'll tell you what, you know, my my sister said, can I give you your phone number? And I was hesitant, but then I said, okay, because I can easily change my number if it's bad. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's seen pictures of me, me and my law enforcement, um, uniform and army. And, and when I saw my mom, imagine, okay, imagine you're, you're a parent and you, and the last time you seen your kid was maybe in junior high. And the next time you see them, they have two kids. Or three kids. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Very huge. Really, like, yeah. oh, my God, I remember you being a kid, and now you have three kids. Mm-hmm. So when I first met my mom, again, when, um, it, was, it was very hard. She just really just kept quiet staring. And I'm sitting there like, oh, man, go ahead and start talking to yourself. I'm throwing yeah. your ass right out of my house. Yeah. And she just didn't really cry, kind of went through the motions. I introduced her to her grandkids, um, and then we just had a talk. Now, part of that conversation, I said, hey, look, I want you in my kid's life. You know, at that time I was going through a lot of stuff and I just realized the importance of having, you know, my kids only know their mom's side of the family. Yeah. They're, they're very tight and and what have you. So my side of the family, they just know my grandparents or whatever they see. And mm-hmm. I not want that from them anymore. And I want them to understand, you know, who my parents are and their other side of the family. But that animosity was there and it was so huge that um, I remember telling my mom, hey look, as far as me and you are concerned, don't think we're going to have this mother and son relationship. Yeah, That's dead. It'll never come back. However, what you did to me isn't what you did to my kids. So you can relive all that being a great grandma. Um, And she accepted it. And, and to, it's hard. You know, if she comes over my house, you know, she's awesome. An awesome grandmother. Um, We don't really talk too much. And I, I know she wishes that's different, but it's just very hard for me. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. You know, so that pretty much narrows it down by my. My family Damn. stuff yeah i'm you man it's uh no it's, all this is these you all see like, me in high school and you don't know about any of this never stuff. knew it
2: dude would never yeah. think it you were so i mean you hide it very well you know you're yes. like you had always a lot of energy you know <laughs> just everything was cool like you know not a worry in the world kind of thing you know because as
0: soon as i went to high school it was just like going to work i mean it actually really is yeah but i got to leave all the problems behind i got to stay honestly i never went home it was you your know? escape exactly so if i had football practice or whatever. And if not, I went to my I went to Randy's house. That was like the spot. Everybody went to Randy's house. And yeah. Randy, if you're watching this, I send you the link, buddy. Yeah. That also was a lot of great memories for me. His family was awesome. Um, I mean, I have all these guys full of testosterone hanging out in Randy's room and I don't know if you remember he was into the DJing thing. Yeah. And, you know, um, that was like the middle ground for everything. And that was my escape. I, I literally if I didn't have to go home, I didn't. Yeah. At all. Um, and then of course when you started getting into girls, whatever at that time, you know, my At that time, my kid's mother, we were in a relationship. You know, if I wasn't hanging out with my friends, we were going out doing what we had to do. So what you saw in high school almost was like a facade. It was just a show. Yeah. It was, you know, I don't want to show you.
2: It was your Instagram page.
0: Here you go. Yeah, because a a big part of me, you know, being raised by my grandfather, I didn't want to show weakness. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like Cobra Kai, you know? No (laughs) mercy. I didn't want want people to feel sorry for me. That's just not my upbringing. Mm -hmm. I didn't want someone like, oh, my God, I'm crying. I'm playing victim. Yeah. That just wasn't my thing i just knew i had to go and i need to get there somehow some way but in the meanwhile i'm gonna waste time partying with the guys and everything and you know the circle of friends i had you know randy joseph um, jose and and louis the reason why i'm saying all their names a lot is because those guys that friendship meant the world to me yeah you know that was my escape from everything if i wasn't at randy's house i was at louis house not louis house joe's house and 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 joe's family was awesome and and his mom was awesome and it was just, I was finding a filling in that void with everybody else. Mm. You know, I didn't really go to Joey's house too much because his parents were really strict. Yeah. So we went to everybody else's house <laughs> yeah, that was kind of yeah. laid back. Um, and, you know, and then the people we, I met, th- you know, through that time, which is awesome. At that time, my friend Joseph was with uh, a, a girl named Tiffany who went to South Hills. Yeah. And she actually, at that time, was best friends with my kid's mom. Okay. So it was just kinda it all it was all perfect at that time. Like, yeah. oh, this is great. We could all hang out, we do our thing, and you know, and I can get away from, you know, being that crappy life that I, I was at, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, maybe people in my house will maybe not a hundred percent agree, but guess what? You don't have to because you weren't living it. Yeah. You know, and I and I and that's another thing for people out there listening to this. Hey, look, man, listen to someone's story. You know, it's very, especially when I went to Iraq, you know, in my family, like I said, we have a problem with we don't address the elephant in the room. Yeah. No one's perfect. No one's going to be perfect. But we got to talk about it Mm -hmm. at some point. And we got to sit there and either forgive and forget or 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 mend the issues. You got to address it at least. But we don't. Okay, it happened, but we're not going to talk about it. You know, when I came back from Iraq, you know, even just being in Germany, I'm a totally different person. And anybody that's been in the military, you grow up that day. I remember that first day, your mom don't live here, your dad don't live here, you are going to take care of yourself, you're going to wash your little ass, you're going to feed yourself, yeah. X, Y, and Z. So it was, you know, wow. <laughs> you know, my grandma used to wash my laundry, so now I'm yeah. mess. I didn't even know how to use a washing machine. Yeah. You know, I'm like following everybody else's lead. Yeah. Um, And and yeah, you just, you grow from there. So when I came back from, you know, I think the traumatic experience just really hit me hard was Iraq. And then when I came back, I have a child, I have a marriage at the time, and you know, talking to my family, they looked at me and and I hate saying this because I hate when they call me this. They used to call me little Gilbert, which I don't know <laughs> why because I'm bigger than my dad. Yeah, you know. Um, so you're a junior. Yeah. Oh, I, so, I think we addressed that. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm little Gilbert, which yeah. I again I hate, and I just figured out why they called me it literally this past Thanksgiving. Why did they called you little Gilbert? Because you know Robin Hood, little John, and little John was bigger than Robin Hood. That's why. Oh shit. That's pretty stupid. But yeah. I'm. And I swear to God, if any new partners <laughs> call me that in briefing. Stand by, <laughs> all right? You, no, you know you're, you're gonna me. hear it, right? Well, no, they <laughs> yeah. know me. They, I bet or not. So, anyways, um, so you know, when I came back from Iraq and everything, it was just they just they cannot get the mind away from me being that kid, that yeah, little Gilbert. Right. Even in law enforcement, as a matter of fact, I another person I'm close with actually in my in my family, other than my grandfather, is my aunt. Now, my aunt has been somebody who's always had it together. Always Mm -hmm. financially, just she always was. She was a, or she is, I should say, a strong woman, very independent. She was the type of woman in my life that didn't need a man. She showed me the reason why I'm with this person is because I want them there. But if this doesn't work out, goodbye. Oh yeah, I was. I
2: always admired that. This is your aunt from your dad or your yes, my dad's sister.
0: So I always admired and respect that and. And later on in life, I I started to realize that's kind of what I want. I want to be with somebody who's independent and doesn't need me, wants to be with me because they want to be with me and can contribute. Otherwise, I'm not interested in taking care of somebody. I'm just not. I'm sorry. You know, probably if women are like, ah, fuck that guy. Well, I'm just not. I'm sorry. I'm not rich. I got kids that need me. And if you want to help, I'm going to help you. We'll meet in the middle. If not, it's just not going to work out. So, you know, so my aunt, who literally, you know motivating me and wanting to get my my crap together but at the same time we don't we agree to disagree she's she's liberal and i'm conservative so yeah. that could set the tone right there <laughs> and but when she looks at me i try to tell her and explain to her certain things she looks at me as like little gilbert i'm like don't look at me as that look at me as this law enforcement officer who's been there and done that look at me as this guy who's been in hell and back in iraq i mean i remember we're talking about i don't know if you remember this there was a time where our country, were letting in, you know, we're a safe zone. And I was totally oh, yeah. against it, especially yeah. with Muslims. And mm-hmm. my aunt didn't understand it. And I'm like, dude, you don't understand. I mean, I'm not trying to say here because there is great people in everybody. But in Iraq, I'm telling you right now, they do not like us. Mm-hmm. And they never will. Yeah, I don't care who you are. Unless you've been in that country, they hate Americans. And yeah. I, I mean, I, the story from the day, and I really don't want to get into it. But I remember that women, kids... And what you see in TV, strap bombs and they come at us, it happens. Oh shit, really? So you know if they're willing to do that for their own people to kill us, what do you think is going to happen when you you know allowed a lot of them to come over here? So at that point in time in my life, I was very like against it. And my aunt was just like, well, this is America, we take everybody. I'm like, well, I get it. If you want to live here, but they they want to kill us. Yeah. yeah, So long long story short, she kind of looked at me as like, you don't know what you're talking about. But again, that's like you telling me, well, that's not like that in Iraq. Well, were you there? Well, no. Well, then you don't know. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think we've had our many disagreements, but at the end of the day, I love her. She loves me. We meet in the middle and I think she's actually more open, you know, to a lot of my opinions and the views, but I also approach it differently. I don't come out strong as much. Yeah. And I listen to what she has to say and, and vice versa, which obviously this is going to lead into, where we're you know, we're going to talk about the law enforcement side. Um, I think a lot of people need to understand that, mm-hmm. you know, and say, like, hey, look, unless you put on that gun belt, unless you put on those boots, Unless you've been to that call where you had to pull a dead baby because his mom decided to get high and not watch him, or that dead body, or that domestic violence because this guy beat his wife because he's cheating and he got caught up, or getting that fight for your life, or your, your partner for that matter, or a shooting, unless you've been in any of those experiences, I really don't think you really have an entitlement to to, to put your opinion on what we do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll be honest with you. that, that That's just my thing. However are not perfect and I am open to reform and I'm open to everybody being on the same page. Yeah. Will that happen in a perfect world? Because I'm also open for no more drugs and no more violence and, you know, it right. is, it, so, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I'm sure we're gonna get into that.
2: No. So, you know, I want to <clears> get back <throat> really quick to Iraq. You know, you were talking about, um, they really hate us out there, but is it safe to say that they all hate us out there? Like maybe the ones that are coming out, no. like trying to come over here are looking for an asylum. Somewhere and, to yes, get, out. yeah. So
0: um, we've had interpreters attached to us um, that literally hated Saddam. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, he told me a story where he goes, "I'm asking, why are you doing this, man? You know, yeah. because if you work for the Americans, you're an enemy, and they try to come at you." And I remember this interpreter guy; we had to like literally like always watch him and make sure he got home safe. You're protecting him as yeah. far as you're protecting yourselves. Yeah, just were like, gunning for him. Yeah. Um Even the Iraqi police, when we trained them, a lot of them had to wear. That's why you saw at that time frame like s- mask. Because if they reveal their identity, the chances are the next day they were going to be dead. Damn. So, no, absolutely. I mean, they were ruled by a cruel dictator. and So,
2: generally speaking, though, right? Generally, okay. though, correct.
0: There was a time where, I guess, what I, I think if we would have pulled out of the Iraq war uh, after we invaded it, did our deal, neutralized it, took out, you know, Saddam like we did, and then, okay, helped them, you know, with their country instead of overstay our welcome, or, over, you know, stay there more than we sh- we should have. Um, they wouldn't have hated us as much and that's what happened because think about it. So let's just say right now Let's just say I don't know Canada It's funny to say they would never do it But let's say Canada came over here guns blazing and, and hey, no, dude, you got a curfew. for you If you're out past noon, you're gonna get shot and killed. Mm. You're not gonna like Canadians Yeah, and that's kind of how we were with them at that time You know when I mean, we did stuff not because we wanted to we were ordered to and there was somewhat of a purpose, but um, How do you explain our ways of living And I think that's what our country's Biggest mistake is you cannot force our deals on somebody who's never done it for centuries. Yeah. You can't one day just say, hey, guess what, Iraq? You had a dictator all your life. Try some democracy. Yeah. You know, a lot of them were not for it. You know, it has to be a slow transition. And unfortunately, I think our country puts its nose in places it shouldn't belong. And it doesn't take care of its own people as it should.
2: It's interesting. It's kind of like uh, maybe we, we don't either we don't want to do it in other countries or we can't do it in other countries that we're almost trying to do it here. You know, trying to enforce certain laws, like wearing a mask, it's like it's not really a law, but it, they're making you wear it. It's but not it's a not, law. So, let me, so not. let
0: me explain. Let me squash that right yeah. now, okay?
2: That was I, one of the questions that I had that I wasn't okay. able to post by Jody Carter. A law Jody? has
0: to be put through a judicial system and, and, and voted on an X, Y, and Z, and put it into place before it becomes law. Right. Just because the governor says this is a mandate, yes, it's a state requirement, okay, what does the California Penal Code for that, there is not, Doesn't exist because it's not against the law. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's just making it a mandate. So you can't expect us to enforce a law that doesn't exist. How do you deal with that? As, uh, you know, when well, they... we don't. Okay. I don't. I mean, I mean, you should. Shame on you if you're not wearing your mask. Yeah. But let's just be honest. Is a mask really going to stop COVID? I saw a funny gift somewhere. A guy was wearing like this crazy suit and mask for asbestos and for chemicals. And then someone with a handkerchief. This is going to stop the world's craziest disease. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think as far as this whole mask deal, I mean, I'm sure it helps. And I think you should I wear mine, of course, you know, but I mean, how at the first they're making this craziness and people are like, literally like beating each other up. Oh my God, you're not wearing your mask. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. I don't see how that's healthy. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, with lockdowns and people lose, I mean, at some point you have to say enough is enough. Um, either pump out more vaccines or whatever you gotta do. And even then people are not trusting it, which, Hey, that's your opinion. Yeah. Um, but we got to do something because we're not going to have a country if the economy just keeps taking a dump, you know? And again, I don't know if you follow a lot of, I'm, I'm really into politics, but you know, this whole bill, they try to the the, the COVID relief. So why is a billion dollars going to Egypt or a billion, a million dollars going to three museums that are not even open. Okay. Why are we even discussing that? Why is that even an issue? Mm-hmm. You know, we have people that have no jobs, but yet you only want to give them $600. Now, Maybe if you lived, I don't know, in Ohio, that's a lot, but in California, that yeah. buy you one nice dinner. Yeah, you know. And tomorrow, oh, you're good, about to square nice, a one. Nice good weekend, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah, you know. And that's if you go to Mexico. Yeah, you know. And it's horrid. And again, this plays into like you know a lot of the hypocrisy that you know I, I think our government is, and I, and especially right now, I guess we'll just go into it with the whole people hating law enforcement. You know, if you really pay attention. All it is is just getting your focus away from the real trouble. That's all it really is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we don't make the laws; we enforce them. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't vote on, on this stuff. Everybody did. Proposition forty-seven. I didn't vote for that. But that's just less time for a guy who is we call a tweaker or whatever the case may be. It's it's a misdemeanor for you know having a possession instead of a felony and X, Y, and Z. And he's literally it's more work for us booking him. We're going to side him out X, Y, and Z. And he's not even probably going to even see jail. He's not even see jail time. He'll go to court and probably get nothing. But guess what he's out doing? Breaking into your cars, breaking into your house so he can buy his fix. How does that solve the situation? Yeah. You know, everybody's like, oh, we got to, you know, we, jail is not, it, it's not uh, where, you know, the, the, the problem solver. Well, guess what? I knew back then when I was a kid, I didn't want to go there. Yeah. So maybe we got to go back to that. But we need to do something. Yeah. I think, you know.
2: well well, the problem is i've always said and i've been saying this for a long time is parenting you know we don't we don't have those uh those strong you know parents anymore now you got a lot of soft-ass parents that oh we can't say this we can't do that we we, (laughs) come cry do you remember getting the the fear put into you as as a kid i mean childhood life so yeah uh, the that was a very casual question (laughs) i forgot who i was talking to yeah no Uh, no but but yeah they used to put the fear in you i mean we, we can't do that i still do i do at home i i let my kid just like you with your son uh my son's 10 years old i think two three years ago we really started to let him know like oh, hey man God. when you fuck up like there's there's uh you got to pay for these consequences there's consequences to pay for them, you know yes. like you're gonna fuck up you got to pay for this and this is what you're gonna this is what it's gonna cost you you know so i mean my kid you know has he stole anything from a store nope at his age did i ever steal anything from a store yep did i get in the guy in trouble and i got grinded for it i had to go return that that candy back oh, you know what i mean yeah but i did it was the parenting and i did it and i started doing it a long time ago and i'm gonna continue to do it um do i hit my kids spank them nope but i'm i'm tough with them and i'm firm and i and i explain to them and i tell them what's up you know and i'm honest i'm very transparent with them because i want them to come to me with certain things you and, know? and
0: that's all you can you know you can still be hard and still explain it to your child and i i totally agree Parenting is way different. There's too many, come here, me, hold, let me, shoulder. It's okay. You, you know, nowadays, if you haven't noticed it, excuse me, there's people well into their mid-20s, they still live at home. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. You, I, I'm sorry.
2: 20s? I think 30s. you got yeah, some 30s, 35 years. But you
0: you swear, they walk around like they're freaking this, hey, I'm successful. Yeah. Well, I could be successful too if I still live in my house, you know, not pay bills. You know, I mean... I don't know what happened with the parenting. I really don't. But yes, I remember, you know, strict, you know, just you don't do it and that was it because you didn't want to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Now, I think the severity when we dealt with a lot of stuff at that time frame growing up was, was really bad because I'm going to tell you right now, if I had to go back in time and still be in law enforcement, a lot of our parents would be in jail. Mm-hmm. So I do think, okay, look, that, yeah, you don't have to beat your kid a billion times to get a point across. However, the firmness of how to parent... And the, and putting into this discipline and showing your kids, Hey, you need to do things on your own. And there's consequences for what you do. And I'm not just going to yell at you. And then 10 minutes later, give you hugs and kisses. And that's how I raise my kids. Yeah. Hey, no, I get on my kids' ass. And then when they're done, guess what we do? When I talk to them, we discuss what they did and mm-hmm. what they can do better. And they're still in trouble mm-hmm. now. Okay. I'll go back and go on your iPad. No, absolutely not. And, and you know, it's, it, it's for me, it works in my household. You know, um, and I have a great relationship with my son and he's very open. And I'm like, look, I will always explain everything. And you're lucky because growing up, my grandma didn't explain crap. Yeah, it's it just, just, it it just is his way it is. and that's it. It is what it is. Yeah, if you it. didn't get it, you didn't get it. Yeah. And I'm not like that. I'm not, at least you get that opportunity. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad at you. I'm going to tell you why you messed up. And I'm still going to be in your ass and you're going to be grounded in X, Y, and Z. Um, <clears throat> so at least you have that. Um, but I think at some point with raising our kids, you know, then these kids become adults. And they just think that, hey... Well, everything was given to me as a kid. Everything's going to be given to me as an adult. And then, you know, let's think of the whole picture. Now you got welfare to the roof. Nothing's free in this world. All no. this costs money. So yeah. now it's going to cost more taxes and more this and more that. And it's just, I think, you know, me being a parent now, it's like, wow, you know, um, I get it. And I think we should put more emphasis on how we raise our children. But it doesn't help when you have a government that's supporting all this nonsense. Yeah. And guess what? At the end of the day, it's all about votes. So if I'm a politician... And even though I might have my own points of views, but if I can go to the Hispanic community and promise them that they're not going to get deported, even though I know it's not going to fucking happen, you're going to vote for me. It's all a facade, Mm -hmm. you know, or law enforcement. Oh my God, police are horrible. Are we? Yes. You've, you've had these incidences as far as bad things that occurred, but let me tell you something. Violence is not meant to be pretty. Yeah. And I mean, this a hundred percent, it is not meant to be pretty. When I went to Iraq, it wasn't pretty. When we have to use force as a law enforcement agency, it's not meant to be pretty. And it's not, I I don't even want to do it, but you take it there. My job is to neutralize the situation. Okay. Just like being a parent, you screwed up. You're going to pay for those consequences. You broke the law. Yeah. But the moment you want to play this, I'm going to go for my gun or my knife. I'm not going to have the car. I'm going to make it. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I want to go home to my kids Mm -hmm. and the world doesn't understand that. They just see social media. And they just see law enforcement doing what they do. Of course, it doesn't look good. It's not meant to look good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And are there bad cops? Yes. They're out there. Nobody's perfect. But there's bad politicians, bad judges, bad lawyers, bad priests. All the, well about the priests that touch the kids. Yeah. But you still go to church. You know, it's it's humanity. You know, racism. Are we what? really going to ever cure it? No.
2: No. Yeah, see, going you, to. you
0: can't. You know, like you were talking about being
2: in Iraq, you know, you're trying to change hundreds and hundreds of years. That's hundreds and hundreds of years of what someone's feeling and racism, you know, you can't change that. You know, I know that we can, we can try, we as parents would do it in your own home. You can try to change the way that they think, but it's not going to happen overnight. Right. I don't think you, you, I don't think that saying that we can't change racism is impossible. possible. It might be, we could probably, we could probably, right, right. we could probably change it and, and really, really slow it down. But it starts at home. I've always said it starts at home because these kids, you know, they grow up thinking, you know, when you, we're talking about entitlement, you know, the, the word entitlement. I was just talking to my wife about this today. You know, I used to use that word privilege and entitlement as what it's meant to be used for, and now I feel like I can't use it because someone's gonna think that I'm talking about a white person. Yeah, and that and that's just wrong. Like they just took another word that's away from racism me. in itself. It is, right? Just that act right there is racism. So I I, I can no longer use those. I know tools. entitled.
0: You know, Mexicans, I know, entitled African-Americans, there's entitled Asians. Yeah. But you're right. We symbolize that with the white community now. Yeah. You know, and and you're right. I'm not saying let's be okay with racism. Absolutely not. We shouldn't do what we can to make things better. All I'm saying is this, you know, be smart and look at the facts, because what the government politicians and yes, even though you may not be a supporter of Trump or not. Fake news is fake news. Uh-huh. You're being fed what they want you to see. Yeah. They're breeding this hate. Okay. Because at the end of the day, me as a law enforcement officer, the George, I didn't work for them. I don't know what happened in that situation. If you were to ask me right now, and let's, we'll address that aleph in the room, what would you would have done different? A billion things. Yeah. But you don't know that department's force policy, which we have. You don't Every understand.
2: department is different, correct?
0: Correct. The only thing I could see in that video is what you saw. Okay. There was officers around him. At that point, he was detained and handcuffed. Yeah, I think you should have put him in the car. It did something a lot more than just when the guy told you he couldn't breathe. You should have got up. Now, guess what? He's paying for that. He's no longer a police officer. From what I followed, he, his wife his wife left him. He's gonna lose his house. He's gonna go to jail. We got rid of that piece of crap. Because if if that's your mental thing, you have no. I mean, I get really pissed when I when I talk about this situation. You have no right being a police officer. Mm-hmm. You know, it brings me back to the West Covina PD deal. All oh, right. You know, shame on you, dude. But guess what? Should I have to pay for that man's responsibilities mm-hmm. no. or, or, or lack thereof, I mm-hmm. should say? Yeah. No, because at the end of the day, I'm going to help you. You know, and, and society doesn't understand that that, that law enforcement officer, we got to do the work that good people or anybody doesn't want to do. You know, when you get robbed, I got to go look for that guy. When your husband or wife or whoever's beating you up, I got to take someone to jail. Yeah. When the kids are getting. Sexually molested and raped, I gotta freaking take them out of that situation. You know, I gotta do all these things. So, when you talk about defund the cops, which let me tell you, all that means is less cops in the streets, has nothing to do with my pay. Yeah. I think the people are misunderstood. Defund the cops I means let's take money away from them personally. No, I'm gonna get paid when I'm gonna get paid. Yeah. It just means, guess what? Instead of five patrol cars out there in your city, now you're down to one yeah and <laughs> that's the, more crime right and, and the problems are going away as a yeah. matter of fact crime is harder oh, than it's, the 90s it's going to increase yeah exactly all you did was gave more fuel to the fire to the bad guy yeah and all these politicians did was i did what you wanted so vote for me and then you do so i, I just think in totality of everything you just you know you can have your opinion of course everybody's entitled to their opinion but i just ask just, just do your homework you know, that's why I kind of wanted to come on here today. Yeah. You can ask me whatever you want. You know, talk to a guy who isn't lawful. Maybe you have a cousin. Or maybe you know somebody. Hey, what do you think? Not just let me post, you know, fuck the police, next Y and Z. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, both men and women have families and people to feed and responsibilities. And we do, you know, what people don't understand about law enforcement and, you know, is we're very proud and, and strong group of people. Um So weakness isn't something that we really show but here's something that you don't know when my shift is done depending on whatever issues i dealt with that day i got to go home and take care of my family and raise my kids my kids don't understand that i just got in a fight with some dude who didn't want to go to jail i just took a report of a child who was sodomized by his father i that doesn't get turned off so we have to deal with that somehow some way so understand we are people too and yes, we're probably going to make mistakes. But should you hate a whole group of law enforcement? That's just a form of racism, isn't it? No. Nah, it is. What? Right? And and when I see these NBA stars and you know, X, Y, and Z, of course black lives matter. Of course. I don't think somebody said it didn't matter. Yeah. But so does Hispanics. And during a lot of that that nonsense with the writing, what, what was that going to prove? Looting and, and breaking into people's shops, that, that's all they had, small businesses that did nothing. As a matter of fact, a lot of them were we were attacking vendors, Hispanic vendors. Yeah, that wasn't being put out there. Mm-hmm. They were hiding that fact. Oh, it's peaceful protest. That's not peaceful for shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, it's like yes, you're like Black Lives Matter, but when I see this LeBron James guy, everybody, if he's your hero, great. But I'm sorry, he makes 3.5 billion dollars, whatever. He's not living our lifestyles. No, yeah. So you can say what you want if it's going to sell you more shoes. Maybe he is genuine. I don't know. But all I know is when you call 911, LeBron isn't coming to your door. No. Nah. It's good old Gil and, yeah. and, and and people with and bad, back, you know, with a bad childhood or whatever. Yeah, and we're gonna get through this together.
1: Yeah. So I think people
0: do. Really. Wow, I think. Uh, why don't we
2: take a quick little break and then we'll, we'll continue on right after this? Yes,
1: let's do that now tuned dead to the tap band now tuned dead to the tap band you now tuned dead to the tap band We're talking again, we're talking again Come on we